Welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you have had a great week. It's week 7,452,622 of the stay-at-home order. And um, yeah, I honestly have no idea um, how long we've been in this thing. Uh, my little extroverted heart is, uh, you know, losing its mind a little bit. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Anyway, um, this episode is being released on May 1st. Uh, yeah, we are full on into spring. The, the flowers are blooming. The grass is turning green. We should be on baseball fields, and uh, yet we are not. And uh, so... That's that's a bummer, but it is what it is. Um, uh, hey, before we before we kind of jump into this week's episode, a uh, couple of couple of quick things. Just want to make you aware of uh, Tuesday nights, eight o'clock. Doubt on Tap is still happening via Zoom. You can get all that information at Facebook.com/simpletheologian. Hope that you will join us for uh, those discussions Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. Uh, also, missional communities are gathering via zoom as well and uh, it's a great time for all of us to be together and uh, it's almost like uh, we all live in the same place and uh, so you can get that information at x13.net slash events that's where you can find uh, the zoom information uh, for for the missional community gatherings um, and then uh Wednesday nights, at least for this week, maybe, I don't know, next week into the future here, we'll see. Uh, my friend Brian Coker and I are hosting Trivia and Tunes, and uh, you can get that information on um, my personal Facebook page. Uh, so facebook.com slash Daniel M. Rose. That's where that event info is, and that is also via Zoom. Uh, so we are just zooming right along uh, through the stay-at-home order. Um, we are nearing the end of this series that, that we've been working on. Uh, here at Love Well, uh, we've been working on this uh, parenting series. And uh, we are uh, we're on uh, part nine. Part nine of ten. So... Uh, I don't know if I've ever uh, stuck it out this long on a uh, podcasting series, uh, but hey, there's uh, time for everything, right? And uh, I think uh, episodes 9 and 10, we are going to release a little bit quicker uh, because I am really excited to get on to uh, the next series. We are going to be looking at leadership, and uh, take, I think we're going to take four weeks and um, and look at some some ideas of, of leadership and servant leadership and what that means, what that looks like, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, maybe try to move past some of the, the cliche uh, Christianese that so often gets dumped on, uh, on leadership. So, uh, so yeah, so part, part nine of 10, parenting principles. And uh, this one is called model your principles. So, you know, as we are as we're walking through these things, we need to we need to do just that. We need to model our principles. Um, you know, so there is this famous saying, right? Do as I say, not as I do. Raise your hand if you've heard it. 
<laughs> it's kind of kind of everywhere. Um, there is there is a lot of talk these days about everything. I mean, it's it's just it's just everywhere. Everywhere you go, people talk, talk, talk. We talk about this. We talk about that. This is what social media uh, really, really has kind of done. Is it has just raised this whole, um, this whole thing. Uh, even this series of articles, right, or this series of articles, this the series of podcasts. I wrote this first uh, and turning it into a self-published book. So you have that to look forward to. Um, but uh, it's all talk, man. Talk, 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 talk. And so here's the deal. If we are going to be serious about embracing principles of parenting, then we have to live them out. And honestly, this goes for just about anything in our lives. Um, I've got a friend, Todd, who says, acta non verba. It's kind of like his, his saying, right? This translates to actions, not words. And I love this because it is a reminder that if we are all talk and no action, then the talk is meaningless. If you don't back up your words with action, what are you even doing? You know, eventually, eventually your words become hollow. They become so meaningless and so purposeless that nobody will listen to you. Uh, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? Uh, words, words, without, words without action... Uh, just just eventually begin to fall on deaf ears and it's not because not because the ears are deaf it's because it's a chosen deafness it's it's people knowing that your words mean absolutely nothing actions without words mean I mean, words without actions just mean just 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 don't have any meaning um, and so you know all these things that I've written about, um, our principles that Amy and I attempt to live out on a daily basis. We attempt to, to put them into action. We succeed some days more than others, uh, but it's not from a lack of effort. And now that our kids are older, uh, we are often called out by them when we fail to uphold the principles that we've sought to live out. Because our actions match our lives, uh, when they see us being hypocritical, when they see us not living out our words, they, they challenge us. And as a result, we, we grow. <laughs> we are growing um, more and more uh, as, as our kids get older. And we are, getting, we are forced to, to back up our words with actions. And, uh, and I got to tell you, I think this is the greatest parenting compliment that you can receive, right? It seems so disrespectful, you might think, when your kids call you out. Uh, but here's the, it, brings, it brings me joy because it means that we live out our principles consistently enough that our kids are able to identify moments when we're falling short. If our kids are calling us out, it means, it means that they're seeing something. They're seeing something in our lives over time. And, uh, and they're able, to, they're able to, to press into uh, the inconsistencies when, when they exist. If we didn't model our principles, then they wouldn't know. Uh, then they would, know it's, they, would, they would absolutely know it's all fake, right? Words, words without action is just, it's false. It's not real. 
But what they see on a regular basis is that we're living out what we have preached for their whole lives. Modeling your principles means that you're embodying them. Words without flesh are just empty statements. They mean nothing. Jesus spoke of this when he was challenging some of the religious leaders of his day. He said they were whitewashed tombs. They looked good on the outside, but they were dead on the inside. You see, our words are kind of the outside. They're just a, they're, they're the paint. They're the veneer. Um, but what, what's underneath is our actions. And so if our actions, uh, if our actions don't match up with our words, they are so absolutely meaningless. Um, life comes from action. Principles that shape our lives are bigger than just parenting principles. You see, our kids will watch and see if our words line up with the way we live our lives. We must live out the words we speak. We have to. We have to. Or it's not life. They're just, they're just dead, empty promises. This means that we must live lives of integrity. And I am finding that true integrity is found in people whose lives are not disintegrated. What do I mean by disintegrated? Not like a laser that turns you into dust, okay? What I mean is that the person with integrity is one who has a life that is consistent across all the spheres within which they live. That is, the Facebook version is the same as the office version, is the same as the family version, is the same as the church version, is the same as the bar version, is the same as... You get the idea. Um, a person with integrity is the same wherever they are. Their life is fully integrated for good or ill. And I think one of the highest compliments you can give a person is that they live with integrity, that their life is consistent. Even if you disagree with the way they live their life, you might completely disagree with the way they live their life. Um, but if their life is consistent, at least you know where you stand with them. That's a person of integrity. The person of integrity is the same wherever they are. The disintegrated person changes like the chameleon. This isn't a moral or ethical failing. It simply removes trust, right? You can't trust someone who lives without integrity. You can't trust them because you never know where you stand. Now, children... Children need their parents to be integrated. They need us to have these kinds of lives that allow them to trust us. As parents, we can't create environments of trust if we don't have integrated lives. You see, if, if, if our kids are constantly facing a parent who, who is one way this moment and another way the next, then then it's not, it's not a safe environment. A disintegrated environment um, puts, puts a kid's world in upheaval. They never know where they stand. And, and so they absolutely need parents that are fully integrated. They need parents that live lives of integrity, whose words and actions match up more times than not. Right? And again, we're not going to be perfect. You have to give yourself grace. You're not going to be perfect. None of us are. None of us live perfectly integrated lives. It's a journey that we are on. It is a journey that we are, 
that, that we are pursuing, that we are trying, we're trying to get better. And if we're trying to get better, our kids will see that too. Our kids will see that, that, our, that, that we're making the effort to have our lives and our words match up. And that's what matters. Ultimately, what matters is the effort you're putting in. Are you trying to have an integrated life? Are you trying to have an integrity? Are you trying to have your words and your actions meet up and match up? If you're trying, they'll see it. And as you try, as you make this valiant effort to live an integrated life, what is going to happen is your words in your life will begin to match up. You will begin to balance. You will begin to, to have, lot, have words that live because they are embodied in you. And this, this is what we are pushing towards. This is what it means to model your principles. Principles that are not embodied are dead principles. They have no life. You cannot have life apart from, apart from an embodied um, pursuit. This is, this is what we, what we are, are constantly pushing towards. Our principles must be embodied and lived. I am convinced that we must live integrated lives so that our children can be sure of who their parents are. When we say, I love you, or I am proud of you, we want them to believe these statements, right? We want them to believe it. And if in most of the other areas of our lives, our words and our actions don't match up, if we're disintegrated, then when we look at our kid and say, I love you, in the back of their mind, they're going, okay. If you say, I'm proud of you, in the back of their mind, they're going, okay. But if your words and your life match up when you say, I love you, when you say, I'm proud of you, they go, oh, okay, wow. And what happens is you begin to build. You begin to build this platform in their lives where they know they're loved, where they know somebody is proud of them. And so they're able to move out into this world with confidence. And they also move into this world as people who also seek to live integrated lives, who seek to have their words and their actions match up, who seek to embody their principles because life is caught, not taught. So as a result, they must see on a daily basis that our words are not hollow. Model your principles. How you live truly defines your principles. Your words don't. Your life does. Um, so that's, that is episode nine. That is principle number nine. Model your principles. Um, all right. Until next week. Uh, love well, my friends. <laughs>